0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Farm back near on the inside, but Dewis has the lead, trying hard as Charmstar,
2: Senor Ranier, but Dewis heavily backs It's too good at the Oaks. Dewis, Dewis has won it brilliantly. Second will be Charmstar, third, Senor Ranier, followed by the splendiferous easy far. Dewis, of course, winning the Group 1 Queensland Oaks at Eagle Farm a year ago. Today we have the 2022 running of the Queensland Oaks. We're looking forward to the race. It's a very, very competitive field. Not only do we have the Group 1 Oaks, we also have the Group 2 Morton Cup race 8 on the card and a very good support card too with plenty of listed races and hopefully some good things amongst the uh, the 10 of them. Speaking of good things, the man who has all the good things is Blair Gibson from BrizzyRacers.com.au. Gibbo, good morning to you. Good morning, Chris. Uh, geez, middle of the carnival. How good. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, the track at Eagle Farm, I thought, played really well last Saturday. I uh, got to a good three late in the afternoon. I'd suggest we'll get the same today. We'll start off on a good four and probably get to a good three. Now, I must say, no, I won't. I'll leave that to the. Uh, I'll leave it to the Tommy Haylock segment later on. What I was going to say then, but um, okay. Uh, but no, the track's playing really well. Looking forward to another great afternoon. Every horse should get its chance.
1: Yeah, very interested to see if it's this if it's the Kaikuya that's making it a bit better. They they say it's sort of fifty percent covers the track now, and it, it definitely raced the best it's raced in a long time to my eye last week. Um, you could be on on speed, give a kick. They looked hard to run down, but the last one had come from last yeah. out wide. So, I mean, I, I thought it was as good as it's played in a long time. Does firm up that little bit through the day. I, I'm not sure if the Koi is going to help that or not, but hopefully it does. But um, I dare say they'll be putting water on. I believe they actually put, put two mil on then Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, no, good on them. It raced really good. And, if we can get another couple of
2: weeks of racing like that, just it's just so much better for punters' confidence, Chris. It is, and look, Eagle Farm played a bit like the old Eagle Farm at times. I mean, you mentioned that last winner, Naj Marty, come flying down the outside, and I thought there was a few rides during the day where I'd love to have seen some of the jockeys get to the outside, where they still persisted on going for uh, runs in between horses. And ended up, you know, being hard luck stories. So Eagle Farm, it's a big track. It's a <laughs> it's a long straight. You can get across. There's plenty of room from inside to out. Please use it. Doesn't it do your head in oh, when you it have no my luck
1: end. at Flemington and Eagle Farm? It's amazing. But um, I tell you what, horses are. I don't know whether it's the jockeys are up here or the tracks actually playing better, but they're they're they are racing that bit tighter. Which mm. which I which I think's good because you know six months ago they were sometimes four wide was the place to be in the run and and they'd be. 15 wide and, and going at the 600. But they're actually, it's racing like a, a proper horse racing track again, and, and that's good for everyone.
2: It is, uh, Gibbo. Of course, we are here all thanks to Betfair. Play your way on French Open or on the French Open with Betfair. If you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Any issues there, 1-800-858-858. Gibbo, let's have a look at uh, today's big meeting at Eagle Farm. We've got 10 races to get through. We'll kick it off with the Queensland Oaks, which is race nine on the card at 3.53 local time. Now, the barrier draw was on Tuesday. Certainly through the cat amongst the pigeons with a lot of these main chances drawing car park gates. Yeah, it's look it's a really even addition. I, I can't think of too many where...
1: Honestly, Chris, you could, what, name... I reckon a dozen of these could win and you wouldn't be surprised. Um, uh, I think luck in running will play a massive part... I've been worried about Gypsy. I know she's only had the four starts, but it's a long time to be up. And, you know, some trainers are known for keeping them up. Some aren't. Like, I don't think Van Dyke's known for keeping them up long, but mm. I just keep coming back to the fact she loves his track. She's got the best turn of foot in the race. And you just got to back pike in to find the right spot. Um, I'm sure he won't go back here. I'm sure he's going to try and slot in somewhere. He'd probably midfield he'd like, but I think three wide with cover he'd take. I just have to have her on top, and, and I think the next best is Aravine, simply because so many of these have been bumping into each other and they just take it in turns, and they're all around the money each week. I just think they are sort of the different ones. I know Gypsy Goddess did race at the Gold Coast against some of these, but I like the fact she's, she's still fresh and she's got that turn of foot, um, and Aravine you know, might have come through a weaker race in Sydney, but it was just dominant and is on the way up. So I think they're sort of clearly the two for me. And then behind them, I really love the prep of Belle I Just It's just been step up in trip each time. Old-fashioned oaks um, set up. And, and I think she runs really well too around double figures. So for me, it's, it's 2 and 12 on top and probably 11 just behind them.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. We've got a group of horses that have been up a little while and some of them come out of uh, whether it be Sydney Carnivals or Adelaide Carnivals where we've got these other ones. And you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Aravine, uh, Belle Savoir haven't been up all that long. Um the other one you mentioned there on top? Obviously, uh, Gypsy Goddess comes into the race off a freshen up as well. I am going with the uh, the Adelaide form. Barb Raider, of course, who won the Roses here last Saturday. The reason being, I don't see a lot of pace. Now, it's going to be very interesting tactically. With all these wide draws, there doesn't look to be a lot of speed up front. I think there's only really about four that could go forward, and one of them uh, is uh, an emergency. Nyota is an emergency. Yes, it yeah. is. So it hasn't got to run... As yet, so that might be even less speed. But one thing about Barb Raider is that she'll go forward and she'll find a spot in that first four. Now, all these others are going to have to get past her. A lot of these others, such as Gypsy Goddess, such as Aravine, they're all going to have to get past Barb Raider, who's proven at the trip. Well, she won over 2100 last week. I think the 2200 is even better for her. I suppose the only query is uh, she's had a bit of racing, obviously. She's on the quick backup here. That may work against her, but I'm going to go with her each way. Number one, Barb Raider. Certainly Gypsy Goddess. I just think, look, the chances of Willie Pike, he may go forward, as you say, and look for cover. He may get caught wide. There's just that risk, or he may go all the way back and have to pass a lot of good fillies. So I just have that query about Gypsy Goddess, but I'm no surprise at all to see her win. 12, Aravine, and I'm putting um, three, Glint of Hope, and 11, Belle Savoir in my... Boxed up first fours. 1, 2, 12, 3, and 11 for me. There you go. That's the Oaks. We'll go back a race, Gibbo. Go back to race number eight, of course, and it's the Ascot Green Morton Cup. Group two, 1,200 metres. Good speed here. Babylon, Berlin, Sawarik, Prime Candidate, all like to run along. Centre fires, no slouch either.
1: It's a good race. Uh, it's a good race, but uh, look, I just see the group one, group two races, Kementari and Baller come out of it... Uh, are serious weight for age group races and the rest of these nearly all of them are sort of listed handicappers Chris yep. um you're right. that's yeah I'm not being <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to put these others down but you know you're at a group two set weights and penalties race I just think you have to look at the top two um and look I, I was disappointed with ballers First start uh, this prep, I thought he loomed to win, and then he stopped like shot the last hundred, and and that just wasn't like him. I know he he missed a gallop early, so Golan said he's been a little bit behind all prep. Um, and last start he was in a hopeless position, and it looked like he was on skates in the corner. And I thought he was still a decent run in the ten thousand. Know, yeah, that's a that's a serious race, um, and he did beat home Kementari. He opened three times the price of Kementari here, but has been supported. Look, it's baller on top for me. I just, I'm prepared to think he's about to show his best this prep. And, and I think he's better than, especially the other locals in this. I think he's, he's clearly better than them. So he goes on top from Kemantari and, and and for me, although ratings-wise, you, you you wouldn't sort of think it. But I, I think this let's be glam. Mm. I, gee, I like her. She's got a really nice turn of foot. I was wondering what race they are going to go to after Noms. Um, she's just got a short, sharp sprint, and you can't go early, and she doesn't like a fight. So it, it And I think Innocent went early the last two starts and and probably bombed the races. But um, if they just hold her up and let her have the last sort of 200, she can win it, but it's baller for me. I think he's a bet.
2: You're right about Kementari and you're right about Baller, but I find them both a little untrustworthy at times. Um, <laughs> fair, it's fair to say, especially Big K. Gee yeah, whiz. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. And, look, Kementari, former Eagle Farm, isn't uh, anything to write home about. Baller's a horse I like, but he's two runs this time in, only average. So I've gone looking for a bit of value and come up with Shooting for Gold, a horse that isn't up to those two, I'll, I'll admit that, at their best. But I get the feeling he'll be at his best. He's freshened up. He likes to race. Uh, we like to race Start again. He races well when he's fresh. He likes uh, Eagle Farm, and he's back on top of the ground. And that's got to be a big plus for him. Yeah, that's so, the key. Yeah, they run along. He gets to the outside from that gate. Unimpeded finish with Kieran McAvoy driving him home. I reckon he's got a great chance. So I'll go shooting for gold uh, each way in the Morton Cup, and you're going with uh, Baller and Kevin Tari. Is that right? Yeah,
1: Baller. Just Baller. I think okay. Kevin Tari is the hardest to beat, but I'm... I'm if you're still getting 6 or $7 uh, by the time the race comes around, I'll be back in baller each way.
2: All right. Now, we'll quickly go back to race one because it's not a race I don't think we're going to spend too much time on. My comments here in Best Bets were, no thanks, early lunch. <laughs> oh, It'd be a cup of tea and bicky, wouldn't it? Um, Definitely.
1: I'm betting. Really? Um, yeah. Not, not, oh. not, not super confident, but it's a race I do want to have a play in. I don't like these the ones that go in every week, Tavi, Prince, Youngblood, what, what, what Whatever. Uh, Ostermeyer oh, He's clearly got the best turn of foot in this race, but we'll spot them a start. So it is a little concern. The one that's on the way up and I think got plenty of upside is Oceanic Flash. Um, if they can use that gate to sit midfield, look, he's probably using this for a target next start or the start after, but I think it's a good race for him. And um, I'm happy to back them both around $8. I think Oceanic Flash and Ostermeyer uh, are sort of ones on the way up. Good turn of foot, hard to beat. And, yeah, at those prices, I'll be betting to kick the day off.
2: All right. Well, uh, I'll be guided by you because I certainly won't. I had Ostermeyer on top, but that was by default. Not interested. I'll be happy to get to race two. We'll go for a break. bit of Eddie Murphy heading into the break.
0: you. Yeah.
1: The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: Baller routing through, further back to Zania. Very quickly, indeed, out wide here. Wisdom of Water has taken over. Baller is
0: driving through late. Zaniah. Baller's hit the lead from Zanaya. Wisdom of Water. Baller's in front by length and a half near the line. Kept going. Baller. And Baller's all too good. Bolts home from
2: Zanaya. There he was, Gibbo. Baller winning the Ascot uh, Green Morton Cup last year. And you're looking for a repeat performance this year with him.
1: Yeah, um. Pretty confident, too. I like, I like Horses seem to peak around the same time of year. It's they a, do. Not all of them, but it's amazing how many of them do.
2: Maybe some humans do, too. <laughs> <laughs> race you two. You just find winners all year. Oh, Chris. yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Yeah, race do. two at Eagle Farm today is the Tab Classics Handicap. 1,400 metres. Paladas. Are you on? I'm a, no, I'm against him. Oh, a, no. Yeah,
1: I, I tell you what. I think he, I think it's a three-horse race for me. Um I think Francesco Guardi is one of the better bets of the day. I um, thought he was really good last prep. Um, Waller only had him from the UK for one prep, and he was bouncing around in benchmark 72, 78. Uh, Wahaha Falls beat him a nose one day. They're decent races, and he kept running well. I like the fact Waller's had him for a whole prep now. They went to Gosford with 59.5, finished midfield, third best last 400 there. Um, you know, drops four kilos here. J-Mac goes on gate one. I think this would nearly have to be a target race for him. So I think he's one of the better bets of the day. i will be backing Francesco Guardi. I'm sure Paladas runs well from gate three on top of the ground. It just, the track just deteriorated too much for him last time. And he was still okay, but he's definitely not a, he's not a wet trucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ventura Oceans, clearly the, the value, I don't know how they went up nine ten dollars sort of thing. Um, yeah, if you're a Ventura Ocean fan, I think at $9 and $3, you, you, you could have a play there. I definitely wouldn't talk you out of that. But, um, yeah, Francesco
2: Guardi's a bet for me, and I might play some exotics
1: around those three.
2: Well, I'm with him today, Palladas. Uh, I think getting on top of the ground is obviously a key. His two runs this time in have been fine. He's just a horse, as we know. If there's any trouble to be found, he's front and <laughs> set of finding it. Jimmy Byrne will ride him forward here. He'll be in the first three or four, and at least that should take bad luck out of the equation. And if he's got luck on his side, he's every chance of winning this race. So I think he's well-placed. So on with Paladas, and I think he's one of the better bets of the day. So we'll go head-to-head here. Number six, Paladas for me. Number seven, Francesco Guardi for you. Race number three this afternoon at Eagle Farm is the Treasury Brisbane, the Phoenix, over 1,500 metres. We get to see political debate, the current favourite for the JJ next week. Yeah, and there's no doubt, that, that run
1: the last start effort where he come from last up the fence and you don't see him go that strongly through the line too often but gee I think a dollar seventy dollar eight is an overreaction um mm. I can't take that price but you know he's a, I think he's a serious horse on the way up and he's clearly the one to beat but this sharp and smart the kiwi. Mm. Geez, its first start it was it was as green as grass and run. It should have bolted in. Then second up, I thought it was it was really good, uh, winning a feature sixteen hundred meter race. Whew, Eagle Farm should suit. Uh, look, they're clearly the two for me. I, I don't think I'll play in the race simply because I think political debate, you know, is at that price too short. But um, yeah, they're the two sharp and smart political debate, and then it's, I
2: think it's a bit of a gap to the rest. Uh, I'll go political debate. I agree with you, though, getting a bit too short. I'd like to see something in black figures. Uh, sharp and smart, definitely. That was a big win last time. Uh, Liberty Steps is one I'll have something on here. I thought was okay last week in the size. Was always going to get back from the poor gate, and its pattern had been to race off the speed. Uh, was making... Why, go on. Yeah, why, why, way better than it looks on paper. Yeah, I agree it was. Case, yeah. Just yeah. couldn't quite get a run when needed to early in the straight. Did finish off okay. Nothing eye-catching. But I think from the better gate, an extra one hundred metres, Craig Williams will have this one a lot closer, and the form in Melbourne was was very good. So I think Liberty Steps might be one that's a little uh, a little over the odds. You might get a good price on uh, on Bet Yeah, yeah.
1: Fourth best last two hundred of that race
2: last week. It yeah, did
1: a lot better than it looks. Yeah,
2: it was. So it might be the one if there's going to be a danger to political debate. All righty. Race number four this afternoon at Eagle Farm on Oaks Day is the City Property Services Bill Carter Stakes. Of course, this race was uh, held over from a couple of weeks ago when Dumont was rained out. 1,200 metres for the two-year-old fillies. Good race, Gibbo. I'm, I'm guessing that you're probably with Zugotcha. Uh, no, I'm
1: going to handball mm-hmm. this entire race to you, Chris. I, like, I, yeah, no, yeah, do like, I don't like it at all. It's just there's too many of them like going really well all on heavy tracks. Um, yep. And it's just too big of a query for me. Horses like Midnight in Tokyo. Yep was sensational. Zoo has been sensational. He's been on two heavy, she's been on two heavy ten. Zoo gotcha. Uh Midnight in Tokyo has had two starts, heavy eight, heavy nine. It's just, I just don't trust bringing heavy 10 form to possibly affirm Eagle Farm and being confident. So I just can't steer upon us, to be honest.
2: All right. Well, in that case, we'll go with number two, Plimstock, who has some good track form. Uh, yep. Last start third here at Eagle Farm in the Del Rello behind XO Lady ran on well. The 1,000 was always going to be a little bit too short, uh, judging on uh, on her runs in Sydney. And she gets to the 1,200 metres, which is ideal today. So was uh, double figure, well into double figure odds when opened, has shortened up. But uh, you'll probably still get double figures on Betfair this afternoon about number two Plimstock each way in the Bill Carter. So we'll go with number two, Gibbo, and we'll risk those other two fancy or those other fancied runners with the wet track form yeah
1: and worth and worth noting there too that the last start behind XA lady it was nothing made ground they just no. every every horse in the race held their ground and you know plimstock was able to run the you know best second last split and the second best last split so yep every chance mate i'm with you
2: all right race five is the madam sass i don't know who madam sass is Gibber. you might have an idea or brixie Lightning handicap over 1,000 metres. They always go hard in this race. The likes of Archers Paradox, Esther La Rocca, Usmanov, Boom Nova's flying. There should be some pretty good speed here, Gibbo, you would imagine? Oh,
1: yeah, I definitely do not call my wife that, um, Madam Sass. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's there is plenty of speed here. Oh, it's your, your poster boy's in, Chris. I know. I know. Oh, you see, how excited are you to talk very, about this race? Very, very. Um, look, again, I, she made me look silly last time, Boom Nova, but I think she's a lay at yeah 25260 my goodness this is a this is a pretty handy race yep uh, and i think horses like contemptuous and usmanov and i think there's a handful that are probably as good if not not better than her um, i thought Esla Rocker was very good at the coast so look i'll probably lay boom over and Winning chances, sort of my main two would be Contemptuous and Esther La Rocca, but uh, yeah, I'll let you are, talk about your are, horse.
2: Are you jumping on the bandwagon yet? or?
1: Oh, Look, I've put him on top. I'm, I'm not saying I'm betting, but I've, I have put him on top. I'll get you a poster. <laughs> Can you get it signed for me? <laughs> yes. What, by the horse? <laughs>
2: yeah. You want a, you want a hoof a, print? Just a hoof print, yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, look, I think it's his acid test today. It's the toughest field he's gone up against. There's no doubt about that, but he should be able to camp off them. He can only win races, and he's won his far, uh, past four. Uh, so he goes for five on the trot here. 54 kilos. Gets the right run for Kieran McAvoy, so I'm not going to jump off Contemptuous. I think Garibaldi can run a race fresh. Uh, the faster they run along here, the better for him. He's going to be out the back, so he'll get to the outside in the straight and run home hard. But whether he gives away too much start remains to be seen. So I'll be going with Contemptuous and having a saver on Garibaldi in the Madame Sass Lightning Handicap. Race number six. Is the Magic Millions National Classic over sixteen hundred metres? Half a million bucks in prize money here, Gibbo. Smallish field. I found it tough because I can't find any leader. There's none. Last no.
1: week in the in the big boy royal race. Yes. I was very confident because he was going to be one out leader. It's panned out exactly like that. There's nothing in it leads. There's nothing. And whichever one changes their tactics probably wins. Yeah. Um, so I,
2: I thought I, maybe Cenaphone. She's the most of the. She can that, probably race handily, but she doesn't lead. Yeah, I've got her and our intrigue sort of up there, yeah. but our intrigues, you know,
1: likes it a little bit further. So, like, I've got them up there and Belle Placeur probably on their backs. That Belle Placer, it's a she's a really nice horse. Um, I just cannot find one single start um, the clockwise direction. That's my only little queer. If she handles that, she can win. And at the end of the day, Price just steered me into Yamazaki. She looked amazing in the uh, the Gold Coast and didn't let down the wet track. She gets good ground. Um, I just think at eleven dollars, she's as good of a chance as um, Nudge and Belle Placeur and she's twice their price. So I've I've just gone Yamazaki, but I, I really don't think there's much between her, Belle Placeur and Nudge. And um, I think Kiki is probably a bit of
2: a lay for me. So I don't know where where have you landed? Yeah, Yamazaki. Now, you go back last year. And these couple of races over the mile at Eagle Farm for the Phillies and Mares, Nudge won them. Or One of them might have been yeah. a doom, but Nudge won them both. Yamazaki ran well in both and was run over by Nudge. Uh, Nudge, I'm a big fan of Nudge, but uh, she's coming to this race not anywhere near as fit as she was last year. So that worries me. And Yamazaki, as I said, was the one beaten by Nudge in those races. So why can't Yamazaki win this year? Just needs to be close enough probably that remains to be seen. So, in a race with little confidence due to that lack of tempo, uh, I'll lean towards Yamazaki as are you. Race seven is the new turf spear chief handicap over fifteen hundred meters. Gibbo, this is an absolute lottery, and again, not a lot of speed. Maybe our birdsong. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. Yep, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, no speed again. It's just exactly the same. And again, I just can't steer people because I don't know who's going to change tactics and who won't. Um, probably a field job for me in the quadie. And uh, look. Second outside of the field is Baby. I think it improved sharply when it comes to Queensland. It was really good up here beating horses like Kubrick and that last time. And Williams goes on. So, you know, Charmy Baby goes in everything for me, but I'm not
2: sure I'm betting. Profit. Now, do you remember when Profit won those couple of races, Sunshine Coast, and I think it was Eagle yeah. Farm, the other one? Yeah. Kyle Wilson-Taylor took off, showed great initiative, Uh, And he took off well before the home turn and basically won the race with those particular moves. I think he'll do the same thing this afternoon, especially if our bird song just cruises along. Maybe there's one other. There's going to be no tempo. I reckon he'll be on his bike nice and early again, and he might be able to pinch it. So at the odds, I'll lean towards number three, Profit, looking for another positive ride from Kyle Wilson-Taylor. We've done races seven, sorry, done races eight and nine. We'll go to the last race today, the Nova 106.9 Queensland Day stakes over 1,200 metres, a listed race for the three-year-olds worth two hundred thousand, Gibbo. I think I can get you home with a winner here. Oh, all right, you you go, and then I'll uh, I'll throw mine in. There's one I'm keen on too. Good speed, Hamlet von Snitzel, RNT, Devastating, Rhapsody Rose, possibly others will play into the hands of Number Two, ingratiating, who uh, drops heavily in grade here. If you take away that Mick Dittman plate run, where uh, he didn't handle the wet track whatsoever. He's run 6th in an Oakley Plate prior to that, 5th in a Group 2 Rubiton. He's run 3rd in the Group 1 Manicato, 5 starts back. He needs a good, firm surface, tick. He needs pace in the race, tick. And he'll be able to get to the outside for Nash and run home right over the top of them. I think he's one of the better bets of the day. Number 2, ingratiating.
1: Mm, I like where your he head's at, but I'll be looking for the white cap, not the blue.
2: i um, ring with a Thelric, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but... Um, Look, I thought they were clearly the two. I was yep. and they just it was just the wrong price. The first first thing better about ingratiating was nine dollars. Um I think they should be nearly equal favourites. Um even a Thelric, like it's gone from four dollars into three out to four into three. Um, they're the two they want. I think exactly what you said, you made a really good case. There'll be good speed from a lot of horses, and I think these two can get cover, bit of luck in running. I think they can fight it out, but um, it's a Thelric on top for me. If I can make
2: ingratiating a, a winning result, I will as well. Well, you've gone three over two. Well, I've gone two over three. We we'll head for a break. When we come back from the break, we'll be joined by Tom Haylock and this little ditties for uh, for Brixie Gibbo. Bit of when I grow up, I want to be-
1: The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: Good to have Tom Haylock with us on the show. As he does every single week, he's running a bit late today, so we just snuck him, and you just made it in time, Tommy.
0: Oh, thank you for waiting. Um,
2: oh, yeah, it's yes. great to be with you. I was going Go to say is oh. the
1: train at the station.
2: What were you doing? Were you allowed to ask? Oh no, don't,
0: ask. You don't, don't ask. you don't want to know? <laughs> no. All right, I'm no not going to ask right.
2: then. In that case. <laughs> All right, now Tommy, you uh, would know. How are we? We good. Yeah, before I start, yeah. you would know that if you you can play your way with Betfair and find better odds on the French Open, which is currently going on, as we know. Gamble responsibly. If there are any issues there? Call one 858 We are very well. How are you?
0: Good. Yeah. Do the uh, French Open's lost a bit of pizzazz without uh, Ash Barty? So yeah, Hasn't hardly it ever. on at the moment. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is a bit lighter yeah. now. Before we start anything, guys, I just want to uh, pay a compliment to, uh, to Gibbo, who uh, I had a crack at a couple of weeks ago because he got the uh, track condition awfully wrong at Eagle Farm. Well, I remember him saying last week that we'll get to a good three at some stage during the day last Saturday, and lo and behold, we did. So Gibbo, <laughs> bouquet. Yeah, and that's including them putting two mil on the night before, Yes, after, after half the country's underwater. We could have been on a firm two. They be yeah, the days, they're the old
1: yeah, days. Yeah, I, I seen uh, Tony Gollan has said this week he, he just hopes that that doesn't happen uh, today. So I, I'm sure they'll get the watering right. Um, and it wouldn't hurt if we got five of rain. It'll still be a good track. It's funny. I've used, to, used to, Go on, Tony.
0: Have to water it after the fifth or something to keep it dry, do they?
1: Oh, it's unbelievable. It, it's uh, it well, they don't want it. They don't want to water any later than like eight o'clock the night before, I think. But that, that's almost impossible then to to keep it keep. It went through the day. Like, it'll it'll get to a, a three
2: again, for sure, I reckon, late in the day. Funny, you know, looking back, I do a bit of work looking back on uh, horses of the past for segments, various segments. And you go back into the, the 90s yeah, and the early wearing 2000s. That, you're wearing
0: that horrendous shirt. It's a ripper, yep, that one. We've all seen that.
2: Tommy Bahama shirt, that you've one. Been since, <laughs> you've been around since 1950, haven't you? No, no not quite. Oh. <laughs> but it's amazing how many of these tracks you see back in those days. I'm talking the early 2000s, late 90s. Firm two, always yeah. seem to be a good three or a firm two, but it's just never seen anymore.
1: No, it's not. Well, we'll get the odd. I tell you what, we'll get a few in summer. I guarantee at Eagle Farm, but uh, other than that, it's it's very rare. Maybe Kilcoy or somewhere. Yeah, well that's true. Dolby. Yeah, those places in summer,
2: we get the old droughts up here. Yeah, you just want a shirt like that, Tom. That's your problem. I can I get do. you one.
0: I do. Thank you. Yes, please. Yep.
2: I'll um I'll produce that in uh, January at Magic Millions time.
0: Ripper. i'm in
2: all right how's your week been what have you been up to
0: oh big week as usual um we did layback back a bit there with salts dave streelaw uh the sultan on twitter it was good yep. we did uh, all the races at eagle farm so we touched on all the favorites um and debated them but a, a big week as usual but um i'm looking forward to getting stuck into this show finding plenty of winners boys just quickly off the top yeah I do a am um, doing a charity tip uh, and I need one of you boys to tip for charity for me this week. We're sending some money to Craig Williams's uh, appeal there over in Ukraine. So if you've got a winner for us, one of you two, whoever's more confident, send it through boys.
1: Gibbo? Christopher, go on, you you. No, you're yeah. oozing
2: confidence. And you, you've got your you've in... got your pin-up boy racing. No, I wouldn't be tipping him. Oh, oh, yeah. No, well you know you go. No, no, you go on, Chris. back yourself in, back yourself in, Chris, All right. come on. I will go with ingratiating in the last race, race 10, number two.
0: All right, straight out? Yep. Beautiful, thanks, Chris, appreciate that.
2: Well, hopefully, hopefully I can help out, be my, my little way of helping out uh, the Ukrainian people.
0: Good on you, mate.
2: That's a good, that's a nice initiative too, Tom.
0: Yeah,
2: thank you. How'd you go last week, did you tip us a winner? I can't remember now.
0: Oh, my lays keep losing, so they're good. I th- I'm not even sure they finished yet. Are they Um, <laughs> they running? Um, yep. No, did all
2: right. It my lay right was resonator. Right. I did all right. How How'd you go, Gibbo? Do you remember?
1: Yeah, yeah. the lay lost. Soxagon won. Big boy Roy won. Splendiferous yeah. was meant to be a winning result. Yeah, Which well, one?
2: Hey,
1: it was a good day. It's
2: a huge day. And you were partying pretty hard too, so even better.
1: Yeah, and yeah, no, that was a massive weekend. And uh, when, you, when you're around about 25 other blokes, you're, it's always nice to, to tip a few winners. because oh, they'd be loving it's you. A lot, it's, yeah, it just cuts out the opposite though, Chris. It's not good when it's a bad day, <laughs> you're with 25 blokes.
2: Now, guys, alligator blood. Wow. What are we going to do with him in the Stradbroke? I have no idea, but Jeezy was nearly <laughs> back to something
1: like we know. He, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. No. All.
2: Who did? No, not me. So is he the alligator blood of old or is that a flash in the pan? I I, I don't know what to do next week. Tom?
0: Oh, I'm taking him on. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't, oh, I want to see him do it again before I dive in. Bunch finish too. I, yep. I'm not convinced. I, yeah, it's definitely, that
1: was the B grade. Um that was definitely the B grade when you look forward to the to the really big races, I reckon. Uh, I think also like Tycoonist is ready to win, but yeah. actually we'll, I'll save that for the Black Bookers, actually. Didn't have a lot of luck. No, but again, just that level down, I'd be sending it to the Eyeliner and the Ramonian places, races like that.
2: How good was uh, Leith Innes' ride on the Derby winner, which I think you tipped too, didn't you? Give Was that another winner of yours?
1: Yeah, Out- outstanding. He was, um, I think we might have said it, make it a winning result, but it was um, It was a great ride. Jeez, it was a good ride. and Tough horse too. He was he was there to be run down and just kept finding.
2: So all honest. Um, he retired straight after, which was uh, was a great way to go out on your own terms. I mean, you're not going to get much better a ride than, than to go out uh, with oh. one like that. He had uh, the horse across one off the fence after a few hundred metres from an impossible gate. But I believe, guys, he's uh, he's got no intentions of returning to to race riding. He's got a business to do with golf carts. So one of us might have to get onto him pretty soon see if we well, can see my airway.
1: Yeah, should have introduced myself last week.
2: You should have.
1: <laughs> wow, good. I can't believe more jocks don't do it. Good on him. He said he's only had a couple of falls throughout the career, and you know, get out while the going's good. Well done. He'd, he'd have plenty, I'd say. <laughs> I
0: hope. Uh, I hope the the golf carts can drive into the bush for you, Gibbo. <laughs>
1: That's a bit rough. Uh, four wheel four wheel drive, you reckon,
2: Tommy? Jeez. Yeah. Now that he's telling me off air, he had a new driver. So there's every chance it'll be uh, disappearing into the trees. No, that's just to get me around from A to B. It's nothing to do with golf. (laughs) Just to get you around (laughs) the streets. (laughs) All right. What's next? Uh, Lester Piggott. Thought we'd bring that up. I don't know much about it. I haven't had a lot to do with Lester in my time, I must say. Uh, Watched from afar. I know he was out here at Caulfield one day when I went years ago and everyone was saying he slaughtered some horse. That's about all I remember.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But he was a good
2: jockey, apparently. Yeah. I can't really Tom? add much here. To Tom?
0: Oh, no, I've got nothing for you. Not a Leicester <laughs> Piggy fan?
2: Jesus, <Jeez>, very helpful. <laughs> all right, Tommy, this week's Eagle Farm features. You've been through the uh, favourites with the salts. Can you give us uh, any guidance to what you think uh unders and overs?
0: Yeah, I think Kiku's my lay of the day. Are we doing this now? Is, is that how we're doing it? No, I just thought um, you
2: might want to talk about some of the Brisbane features. That's all.
0: Well, there's some fascinating races, and I've chatted to Gibbo a little bit throughout the week. But obviously, a lot of wet form back onto firm tracks. Mm. Uh, it's got to be a query. Um, you see it all around Australia at the moment as well. Um, I'll be more inclined to lay horses all day than back them, that's for sure.
2: Well, you can do that with Betfair. The only place you can that's do that. exactly right. Yep. So
0: that's what... exactly right.
2: Oh, well, we'll get to your lays later on then. Maybe we'll leave that to the next segment. Um, just on Sydney racing at the moment, are we ever going out to see a dry track? In Sydney again? It's getting a bit rough.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe December, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, they'll start blaming the Jew soon, so... <laughs> um, yeah, he won't, be, he won't be out of a, a good
2: track anytime time soon, mate. All right. And while the last thing I'm going to say before we go for a break while I'm on the soapbox, uh, going back to the AFL last Friday night when Richmond got beaten by that dubious uh, missed free kick. Oh, there. But it I'm is. not going to mention that. That wasn't the reason. What I'm going to mention is why do we still play games at the SCG? It's like an Oz kick ground. I mean, you need, it's just tiny. Everything's always congested all the time. It doesn't make a good spectacle.
0: You're right, give You're right, Mister. That's
2: right. Festivus
0: just just, <laughs> just want to say Richmond Richmond came into a dollar ten there last uh, last weekend, and uh, Sydney hit nine dollars eighty in play. So, um, buddy, to the comeback there. A couple of sick beats as well. Frio, um, Melbourne traded as low as a dollar oh two boys, and uh, Fremantle hit fifty dollars close to half time. Uh, in play, which is amazing So you can set up your back and lay traps as well Also, um, Ranwick last two A couple of sick beats So Marty hit a dollar one before being beaten by Owen County In the second And uh, Belmont race nine um, The red can man got beaten at 101 in play And uh, God has chosen Hit 890 at some stage in run Before winning in that, that race there
2: That's amazing There's some amazing numbers there mm. Beauty of Betfair Yeah, certainly is. All right, we'll go for a break. When we come back, we'll look at our best bets for this afternoon.
0: Queensland
1: Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: It's time for our best bets this afternoon around the country. Of course, we'll start off at Eagle Farm with Blair Gibson. Best bets,
1: Oof. race two, Francesco Guardi. I think race eight, Baller. Sort of that each way price is starting to tick off a bit now, though. But uh, race eight, Baller and race ten, Ethelric. I won't say as
2: confident as last week, but I think they all run well. Race two, number six, Paladas. Race eight, number five, Shooting for Gold Each Way. And race ten, number two, Ingratiating. Tommy. So you've taken me on in all 3 of them. Yep. I waited for you to go first and I thought I'll just pick wow. the same 3 races.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: You hey, hey guys. I'm guessing that you'll end up on top as you normally do Gibbo. Were
1: they, were they your lays or your best? No, they're all my best. Oh, right.
2: Yes. <laughs> a bit like, a bit clever, that'll cost you. <laughs>
0: Tom. Oh, I love it. Uh, Rose Hill race 10. Number five, each way El Buena Um, was enormous first up. Didn't get in the race. It was a sleepy Bowman ride. He took it back to near last. His trials were fantastic prior to that. His sectionals were enormous. He ran the fastest 1,800 metres of the day first up and uh, draws better. And he'll be mighty hard to beat. Race 10 at number five, El Buena.
2: Does he handle a heavy track? He'll be fine, mate. Yep. Okay. All right. Excellent. Around the grounds, Tommy. Uh...
0: Oh, I don't have much. Couple to keep an eye on in um, in at Flemington headquarters. Uh, race two, a two-year-old Phyllis Race number eight, Nikon by and number five, Genatia two. That uh, interest me there.
1: Kibo. Yeah, I think a few at the Gold Coast today. Back with the sun out. Um, a couple for the Edmonds Camp uh, and another one. Race three, number one, Prince against Men. Really well placed. Race seven, number four, Poeta. For the Callow, we'll be riding. It's a mad wet tracker. And race eight, number seven, Beyond Fate, one I've had uh, a lot of time for. Run well down the Scone Carnival. Those country meetings always hold up well. Those um, feature carnivals. So race eight, number seven, Beyond Fate.
2: Um, Have you done race five at the Gold Coast this afternoon, Gibbo?
1: Oh, good on you throwing it at me with. uh, Let me just. I've got a small
2: share in a horse in that race. Oh, have you really, Chris? Yeah, I
1: have. Okay.
2: Yes. Okay. What do you got? April in Augusta.
1: Okay. Well, are you tipping us or what?
2: No, no. She only Uh had one start. Failed on the poly track at the Sunny Coast. Don't know what to expect, so.
0: More great radio this, boys.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right, moving on. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh. Is it lay time? Is that what's next? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Play the Stinger Brixie. Oh, here we go. Sail. (laughs) Nah, never a chance. Then came super giant. He'll never win. Tom? (laughs) Can I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Eagle Farm, race six, number two, Kiku. Walla with four out of the nine runners. Um, you can't back a, a favourite with confidence. Has a one for 12 months, 11 starts. Oh, I think uh, Belplacere, Yamazaki and Nudge uh, have better turn of foot, and that's the way I'll be playing the race. Gibbo. Playing Kiku.
1: Okay, Gibbo. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. Um, hang on, Gold Coast race five, number oh. eight, April in Augusta. <laughs> no, we no, had to I'm stop joking. that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no only joking. Uh, no, Tommy's, Tommy's just wrapped that up beautifully. That was one of my eyes. We had a chat about it through the week and agree with everything he just said. And I'll also throw in race five, nine, boom, Nova. Um, just think
2: they're sort of better than this is harder. For me, it's Eagle Farm race seven, number seven, Vinco, a horse that gets back, drawn gate one, in a race where there's no speed. Uh, good run last week, but I just thought this week didn't really suit. So I'll take on Vinco in race number seven. Any uh, sports betting you'd like to touch on, guys? Oh, geez, i tell Short you
1: what, I haven't, this caught, week. haven't caught up with day two yet, but geez, day one of the Gulf panned out well for me, Chris. I've got five in the top ten. Um, can only go one way from here, but I'm, but I'm excited. Okay, yeah, now what's your best medal. Go, yeah, go.
0: Brownlow. Go, Tommy Brownlow. Brownlow. Brownlow medal. Lockie Neal up your way. He's uh, leading the count, the Brownlow medal predictor. Um, he's coming to $3.40. I think him and Clayton Oliver are the two clear standouts, but the Queensland uh, boy, Lockie Neal, on top there. Um, another huge round of AFL and NRL. Head over to betfair.com.au, guys.
2: French Open, we've touched on that. Have you got a favourite there or not not interested, Tom?
0: Nah, I nah, didn't even know it was on.
2: <laughs> no, same. <laughs> same. Uh, now, last week you told us that you would bring back the joke.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, and we've you've got time for down.
2: a joke, have we? Yeah, we got time for a joke, as long as it's a good one. Oh, okay. you well, are you going to suddenly <laughs> look one up on Google?
0: <laughs> my, my grandfather um, actually always says that as one door closes, another one opens. Now, he's a great guy, but a terrible carpenter. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> on that note, on
2: that note, I don't know what to say. I don't even think I even understand that joke. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, I hope you have a great day on the punt. I hope you have a great weekend and we'll catch you same time, same place next week on the Queensland Betfair Edge.
0: TIE POWER's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. TIE POWER's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tiepower.com.au now.